You're listening to the Cyberwire Network, powered by N2K. In the dynamic world of enterprise security, identity architects and IT leaders face a major challenge. Growth by repeated acquisitions multiplies the complexity of everything. Multiple IDPs, MFA providers, policy engines that all need to coexist. This can lead to fragmented user identities and policies that create security vulnerabilities and add access friction. Strata Identity solves this. Now you can decommission unneeded IDPs and consolidate the ones you'd like to keep without rewriting apps or disrupting users, engineers, and app owners. Plus, Strata's modular architecture makes it easy to integrate with any identity provider without manual maintenance and coding. Join the ranks of cybersecurity leaders using identity orchestration. Visit strata.io slash cyberwire, share your top identity security priorities, and receive a pair of complimentary AirPods Pro. Offer valid for organizations with over 5,000 employees. Step into a new era of identity management at strata.io slash cyberwire. The word is Common Vulnerabilities and Exposures List. Spelled C for Common, V for Vulnerabilities, and E for Exposures. Definition A public list sponsored by the U.S. government and designed to uniquely identify without the need to manually cross reference all the known software vulnerabilities in the world. Example sentence. The very first CVE list, published in 1999, contained 321 vulnerabilities chosen after careful deliberation and consideration of duplicates. Origin and context. Hold on to your butts. Typical for any government or pseudo-government organization like Miter, there are more acronyms involved in this story than you can throw a stick at. Hold on to your butts. Let's start with CVE. Miter's David Mann and Stephen Christie wrote the original white paper in January 1999 entitled Towards a Common Enumeration of Vulnerabilities. According to the Tripwire website in 2020, Back then, every software vendor had their own way of tracking vulnerabilities in their own products. Security professionals had no way to know if vendor A's vulnerability was the same as vendor B's, or if they were two separate issues because there was no common language. In the paper, Mann and Christie proposed creating a unified vulnerability and exposures reference list that the entire community could use. The idea quickly gained traction. By 2002, the CVE list contained over 2,000 software vulnerabilities, and the National Institute of Standards and Technology, or NIST, recommended that the U.S. government only use software that used CVE identifiers. Somewhere between then and now, the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Agency, or CISA, within the Department of Homeland Security, DHS, became the official sponsor of the program. But CISA doesn't manage the program day-to-day. That is done by a cadre of international volunteers that form CVE numbering authorities, or CNAs, 
and are authorized to assign CVE IDs to vulnerabilities affecting products within their scope and can include submissions from researchers, vulnerability disclosures, and information technology vendors. By 2005, CISA also built the National Vulnerability Database, or NVD, designed to enrich the CVE list with risk and impact scoring using the Common Vulnerability Scoring System, or CVSS, and provided other references like patch information, affected products, and security content automation protocol mappings, or SCAP. A SCAP scanner compares a target computer or application's configuration and or patch level against the SCAP content baselines. Both CISA and NIST sponsor the NVD. And I think at the end of this, with all the acronyms in this story, we came pretty close to covering all the letters in the English alphabet. Nerd Reference In the debut podcast of We Speak CVE in January 2021, Todd Beardsley of Rapid7, Tom Miller of CISA, Chris Levendis of the CVE program and Dave Waltermeyer of NIST MVD discussed how their organizations and the community all work together to advance the CVE program's mission to identify, define, and catalog publicly disclosed cybersecurity vulnerabilities. Here's Chris explaining the origin of the CVE list. The program mission for CVE is to, to identify and define publicly disclosed vulnerabilities. And so why is that important? It used to be the case, and in fact, in some cases, still is the case, that you'd get two or more people talking about a cybersecurity vulnerability or two or more tools articulating scanning results, for example, from a network. And there was no way to know without doing a lot of manual work whether or not you were talking about the same vulnerability or different vulnerabilities. Back in 1999, MITRE operationally was struggling with this problem, and they invented the concept of CVE. And the government liked that idea and asked us if we would be willing to share that with the world. And the program just took off from there. Back then, we were producing maybe 150, 200, 300 vulnerabilities a year. And now we're getting closer to the 18 to 20,000 mark. And that, that number will continue to grow because uh, cybersecurity vulnerabilities are proliferating. Word Notes is written by Nyla Genoey. Executive produced by Peter Kilpie and edited by John Petrick and me, Rick Howard. The mix, sound design, and original music have all been crafted by the ridiculously talented Elliot Peltzman. Thanks for listening. The IT world used to be simpler. You only had to secure and manage environments that you controlled. Then came new technologies and new ways to work. Now, employees, apps, and networks are everywhere. This means poor visibility, security gaps, and added risk. That's why Cloudflare created the first-ever connectivity cloud. Visit cloudflare.com to protect your business everywhere you do business.